Hi, everybody. This is Dixon with the Southwest Collective, and uh, welcome to episode three of Southwest Side Stories. We've got a really good episode coming up today. It's food themed, um, which is interesting to me, but I'm going to kick it over to Jose to tell us a little bit more about who we'll be hearing from today. Yeah, uh, thanks, Dixon. Um, Yeah, the owners of Angelo's Pizza um, have agreed to talk to us, which is great. Um, but I, I talk to them pretty often. Um, Angelo's Pizza has been in the neighborhood uh, since 1992. And, uh, and I've had lunch there, you know, pretty consistently because I don't often pack a lunch to work and I should. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of a lot of schools, a lot of uh, what you call it, um, small businesses along Pulaski and, uh, you know, a lot of car dealerships. And a lot of workers and uh, families, you know, that's that was the spot. Angela's um, get a slice of pizza and it's great handcrafted meals. So um, it's going to be a good conversation to learn about, you know, how the neighborhood and the business has changed over the last decades and how they fared during COVID. Yeah, I'm definitely interested in hearing about that. And um, Angelo's, for those who don't know, is on Pulaski. It's just a little bit north of Archer close to the Pulaski Orange Line and Curie High School and Edwards Elementary and all the other things that you mentioned. Um, It seems like we have these spaces on the Southwest side that could really be conducive to uh, small businesses such as Angelo's. And we'd love to see more of those popping up, especially uh, family owned local businesses. Um, Southwest Collective, just to mention, is uh, opening up an office um, to help facilitate the vaccination work we're going to be doing in Garfield Ridge. And we've been moving in over the last couple of days. We are going to be on Archer just a little bit west of Narragansett. And it's a pretty similar area in terms of the potential for small businesses to really take root and for there to be a really nice community vibe. We see some locally owned restaurants and storefronts. Um, there's a bike shop close to uh, where our new office is. And so that's great to see. But uh, yeah, can you tell me a little bit more about, you know, the environment and the history of Angelos? Because I know you're, uh, you know, you're aware of that as well. Yeah, you know, it's it's the neighborhood pizza parlor. Uh, you know, they've hired so many young people, you know, throughout the years. Um, you know, I have their menu here, their latest one. They just did a couple revamps because because of COVID times, they're kind of catering to more um, evening uh, dining place people. But their their menu hasn't changed, at least what they say about them in the back. So I want to read this. Uh, we, Angelo Stuffed Pizza, are a family-owned restaurant established in 1992. Angelo specializes in pizza, pasta, and gourmet burgers. As a family of farmers and cooks, we measure success by the quality and taste of our product, order after order, time after time. Our family operates restaurants the way we learn to cook from mother to children, using only the freshest ingredients. To maximize fresh flavor, many of our ingredients are picked from local farm families who often have cultivated the same land for generations. Our kitchen works under the same. To understand baking, one learns best by becoming empolvado, covered in flour. Let us host you and we will prove why we are one of the best. Yeah, they definitely live up to that. All right, well, I'm sold uh, and you know, I've, I've ordered from Angelo's plenty of times, so can definitely vouch for them. 
Um, all right. Well, looking forward to uh, hearing the conversation and we'll check back in after it's done. We're here at Angelo's Pizza. Um, smells great, by the way. Thank smell, you. Thank smell you. the pizza uh, cooking right now. Um, you want to introduce yourself to people um, tuning in and tell us a little bit about uh, Angelo's? Sure. Okay. Uh, so my name is Adrian Zamudio. Uh, I, I have been running Angelo's since 1998. Uh, we've been here since 1992. Family owned uh, business in the neighborhood, Archer Heights. Um, and we're basically uh, a pizza place, you know. Um, we have pizza ranging all the way from thin crust to stuffed crust and we have a full kitchen as well so we do uh, uh, pastas, burgers, uh, salads, uh, appetizers, Italian subs and stuff like that so you name it we pretty much have it um, and yeah we're happy to be here with you as well. Awesome man. You know um, we uh, started doing these stories to kind of like you know, there's a lot of stuff on social media, but people, you know, they want to take the time and like look at how what it takes to like build a community. You know, um, sometimes they don't see the importance of like a small business. You know, like uh, you know, people see it as like you're trying to like, you know, just people individuals trying to get ahead. But like you've hired so many young people from the community over the years, and you know, like this spot has been, you know, uh, like an after school hangout spot for a lot of high schoolers. Like. Um, you know, and you guys been here since like for three decades now. Yeah, we're born in almost 30 years now. Um, yeah, so you know, we've, we've been here since 92. Uh, uh, we, we've also changed uh, with the time a little bit, but uh, you know, we've seen kids from Edwards going to Curie High School and then come back now and visit us and now they're married and have kids. And so, you know, you're right, it's been 30 years. Uh, we've seen a lot of things from then to now. Uh, but you know that's what that's what makes us who we are, and um, and it's always cool to have you know somebody that you see that's like eight or nine years old come back with their eight or nine year old. So uh, we're really happy to be here. Uh, we're happy to be in this neighborhood. We wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Uh, and we're happy that people come back and they still show us love way later on in life. So that's awesome. Yeah, it seems like you guys foster really deep uh, you know relationships and, and ties in the community. Like uh, you know, your brochure here, like you guys talked about, like you guys mostly work with just local farmers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, we also have some uh, families that are like in Joliet and like different uh, neighbors that are nearby. And when their crops are you know are good, and that's when we go out and we visit them. We make sure that they come out and you know we support them and, and try to get the freshest ingredients all the time for our pizza. I also want to talk about our two different styles of pizza that we have. We have a, a thin crust and a stuffed crust pizza. Uh, a lot of people come in and they, they're like, do you guys have deep dish or pan? Or, uh, you know, well, we, we like to let people know that we have a stuffed crust pizza. And just for people who don't know, just so they know what a stuffed pizza is, uh, it's kind of like a pie pizza. So um, I did want to talk about that just because it's a little confusing, uh, but it's cooked in a pan. Uh, we use uh, olive oil and margarine on there. Um, it's got a bottom layer of dough, all the ingredients are on the inside, very thin layer of dough on the top of that, and then sauce on top of that, and that's where the stuffed pizza is. So everything's basically on the inside, and it's like a pie crust. Um, so we've been featuring a lot of things because of our stuffed pizza. Uh, our thin pizza is just as delicious, uh, but you know, stuffed pizza has been deemed more like a Chicago pizza. A lot of outside people that come in, especially since we're near the airport midway here, uh, they come in and they want to try the stuffed pizza. Uh, they don't have it in places like, uh, you know, 
don't know, Tucson. Uh, there's some places that come in from like Washington and they're like, oh, we've heard about the pizza. So uh, it's definitely something that people from uh, outside also want to come in and try to learn. Um, and we were talking about this before, uh, how we did have a festival that was here in Archer. Uh, it was called uh, Taste of Pulaski. Hopefully in the future we're able to do something like that again. Um, I know that uh, her, the person that we worked with, I believe we had close to like 30,000 people in two days. Um, so there was a lot of people that turned out. Um, like I said, that'd be a great thing for the community. Hopefully bring small businesses together and they could feature what they have. Um, you know, there's a lot of delicious places around here that um, that have popped up within the recent years. And you know, hopefully that's something that'll come up again in the future. You guys are like right here on Pulaski Road, so it's like not always like the most walkable spot, but you know, you also have like the the schools as you mentioned, yeah. the walkability, like how has that been? Like uh, there seems like this has been built for like major businesses along yeah. Pulaski and you guys always been like the little guy. Yeah, uh, you know what, it's 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 not the easiest. Uh, thankfully, like, like you mentioned earlier, we have built uh, uh, a good relationship with the community. Um, we do work a lot with schools. Uh, we do work a lot with some of the businesses there in the neighborhood. So, you know, um, we've done the walkthrough. I've, I've you know, made sure that we go into businesses and let, you know, introduce ourselves. Uh, after 30 years, a lot's changed. Um, there's a lot of businesses that have been here and have moved, but, you know, we try to make the effort to connect with them and that way they know who we are and we know who they are. Um, just like you said, you know, Pulaski is a busy avenue. Um, we, uh, I just had a customer yesterday that said, uh, you know, I haven't noticed this place and I've been here since the 70s and I was like, wow. Uh, but it is exactly that. Cars are flying up and down the street and uh, a lot of times they don't stop and look to the sides. Um, but uh, we've tried everything. We, we just uh, remodeled our storefront to try to see if we could attract some, some eyes this way. Um, and for the most part, it's been happening and it's been helping out now, so. Yeah. Uh, which can we notice the remodeling uh, you guys were doing it like during during the COVID quarantine time was that just like um, out of necessity or was it like a, you guys had been planning that for a minute because it looks amazing um, so you know we <clears throat> we didn't close per se completely but our dining room was closed so being that that was uh, happening we did take advantage of it and uh, we did some updates we you know, we did some tile work and stuff like that that we could do while we were closed because all we were doing was mostly delivery at the moment. Um, then we opened up and also started doing some pickups. Uh, but yeah, we did we did the inside work when we were kind of per se shut down for our dining area. Um, and you know, the storefront and stuff that we did up there, we've done over the years for that we'd have to close. Uh, but you know, it's slowly coming together um, and we're pretty happy with, with what's going on right now. Um, our staff seems to be on page with us and stuff and they're also excited. So it's, it's a good time to be an Angelos. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, what you call it? Well, you know, like the menu looks amazing. Um, probably gonna try to have a slice of pizza right now. Yeah, sure. <laughs> they're, they're coming out fresh out of the oven right now. Awesome. And uh, you know, like you guys are BYOB. Um, what you call it? Uh, like you mentioned, the extensive menu. Anything else you want to do? A quick shout out. You guys have a. You guys are featured in Time Out Chicago. You've been featured in Chicago's Best. Um, anything else you kind of want to shout out before we sign out? Um, yeah, sure. I mean, just recently we were. Uh, also named top 25 pizzas on uh, Chicago Tribune, uh, which was really exciting. Uh, we worked with uh, Steve Delinsky as well. He's, he brought out a new book and uh, we're featured on his book as well. Uh, but you know, uh, before we do sign off, uh, like I said, we, we 
did some of the remodeling. So we want people to come out and just uh, bring their family out, come out with friends. Uh, our dining area has been extended, so you know we could seat more people. Um, you know, we understand with COVID that there's uh, some people that are still a little timid about doing it. If you don't feel comfortable with coming out and visiting us here, we also deliver and uh, and we do do uh, pickup. We also do curbside pickup. So we're here to try to make the customer feel at ease and comfortable. Um, but you know, hopefully, once this whole uh, pandemic is done, come out and visit us, have a good time uh, without any safety issues. Thank you for joining us again here with the Southwest Story uh, podcast. I'm here today with Rachel Diaz, who just moved into the neighborhood with her new business, uh, Berkin, uh, Berkin Cakes. Berkin Cakes. <laughs> uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about what it's like opening a business during COVID? <laughs> this is very interesting. <laughs> um, we actually like started before everything. We wanted to start before everything happened. Um, we had a little kiosk at Harley Raymond Plaza, and that's the um, the first location that we ever opened in August of um, last year. And uh, so we were gonna start, and all of a sudden, the pandemic hits. So we were like, okay, we're gonna have to like wait it out. The mall closed, everything you know was shut down. And um, so then the mall comes back, and they're like, oh, we're reopening. Do you want to join us? We were like super nervous to start, but we were like, you know what? We what we want to do, like our mission, is to bring happiness and excitement to the community. So I think it would be nice to at least like give them a little bit of like normalcy and hope with uh, with our suite. If we could do that, then. We're just gonna go ahead and do it. It's like we were like you know, super nervous, but it worked out. You know, it worked out at the end. Um, we um, we were working back then from a shared um, commercial kitchen, <laughs> so it was a bit of a struggle there because we were like sharing the space with all you know other companies. Um, so it was. It was tough. <laughs> this is your second location, right? In yeah, Chicago, so, mm -hmm. um, But since that one was just like a little kiosk, like mm -hmm. we needed a place to bake that mm -hmm. was color own. <laughs> so we uh, started like, we looked at this place. Um, we knew it wasn't like in a Puerto Rican community, like per se or anything, mm -hmm. but it was very close to home. And um, it would be like, we felt like we needed something here that was super percent Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. um, and we finally were able to open in April. And um, it was really tough because the city closed, everything, it took us a year to get all the permits and everything and finally open. Um, but once we came here, like we honestly thought that this was gonna be just like our kitchen, like our shared kitchen. We were just gonna be cooking for the mall. We're not gonna be really selling much here. But to our surprise, like the community welcomed us, welcomed us so like amazingly that we like we started doing better here than the mall. Awesome. Which um, like I'm still like better by you know everything that the community has done for us and how awesome. um, they support us and we're like so happy to like bring this back to them. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, it is a very different kind of business than what we usually get down here. So I know I was very excited to see a cafe you know, like cupcakes, something different uh -huh. spot. Um, anything else that you want to share with people that are tuning in right now? Where can they uh, find more of your, your menu, more of what you guys are up to? So we are like pretty much everywhere in social media. <laughs> you can find us, you know, if you just Google Barinkenke, you can find us Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. <laughs> 
Um, but uh, on Borinquequez.com, you can actually order like all of our cupcakes online, or you can come here and order them like in person. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, we just just wanted to do something different. I feel like um, there's not like enough representation of like the sweet side of the island. You see a lot of arrocondules. You see a lot of you know jibaritos, um, which aren't really Puerto Rican, if you think about it. But you see a lot of savory things so from the island in Chicago. But there's not really a good a lot of people doing sweet. Um, so we just wanted to, you know, bring out something fun to like people come have an experience like with their friends, take pictures and just enjoy the moment. <laughs> yeah, definitely recommend beautiful cupcakes, <laughs> delicious coquitos. Uh, thank you so much for being on our podcast, Rachel. Please check out Borican Cakes. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> All right. Surprise, we had two small businesses that we talked to for this episode. Um, one of them has been around for uh, almost 30 years, and the other one is relatively new. So, Jose, do you want to talk about your impressions of uh, Angelo's and uh, Orinkin Cakes? Yeah, you know, they were both pretty short, but, um, you know, nice interviews, very friendly. Um, Angel's, like you mentioned, has been in the neighborhood for 30 years. It's a nice pizzeria, kind of a staple for um, for families, kind of a nice go-to for lunch and dinner. And um, they've really been a glue for a lot of like the business community for some of the bigger ideas um, going on, whether it's a chamber of commerce or like a, a street festival. You know, Borican Cakes is like brand new. They opened right in the middle of COVID. Um, you know, which was a risk. Uh, they didn't, uh, you know, uh, shy away from that. Um, you know, it's a different kind of business and desserts. Um, uh, we don't see a lot of, you know, you know, we see some bakeries, some panaderia, some, you know, like a lot of Polish bakeries sometimes. But um, uh, this is like a pretty unique thing. So it's it's fun. It's a little livelier. Um, so, uh, you know, trying to get like different types of people that are trying to do different types of things with their businesses together um, seemed like a nice way to get, you know, these types of episodes uh, started. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I've been to Angelo's a whole bunch over the years. It's our go-to pizza place here in the neighborhood. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm a creature of habit, but uh, we typically get the Angelo's special every time we go. I know... Stuffed pizza is their uh, calling card, um, and that's obviously uh, unique to Chicago as well, so folks might be into that. Um, haven't been to Borinkin Cakes, but uh, definitely interested in checking them out, and I was looking at their menu, and that, uh, that guava cupcake looks pretty good, so I'm going to have to go get one of those. Yeah. You know, a lot of unique things. Recommend the Coquito co coffees for sure. And, um, you know, it's nice to see people that, you know, want to see more of the community out and about talking to each other. So it, it was it was nice to uh, try to put this together, hoping we can, like, do these mashups more often. Yeah, looking forward to it. Um, and if anybody wants to check these businesses out, uh, Angelo's Stuff Pizza is at 4850 South Pulaski, uh, near the corner of 49th and Pulaski, just north of uh, Curie High School and the um, Pulaski Orange Line Stop. 
um, and Borinkin Cakes is at 5328 South Archer, uh, near the corner of Archer and Kilpatrick, um, and that is uh, near the corner of Archer and Cicero. So definitely worth checking out, and uh, yeah, until next time. <laughs>